Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. With us today, I'm happy to have for the first time Peter Swistak. He's present CEO of Vertical Exploration. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol VERT, VERT for vertical. Now, for those of you who knew the story, and that's going to be a lot of you, uh, vertical's main product is Wolastonite. What the heck is wolastonite? Well, that's what you're going to find out today. But let me tell you this. It's the white mineral, which might very well be a savior to solving a major issue for cannabis growers uh, relating to pests and mildew that's costing them millions and tens of millions of dollars. And they can do it without the harmful use of pe pesticides. So it's a potential game changer. Now, that sounds like a mouthful. sounds like big claims here. But more than just lip service, on February 5th, the company announced that they successfully completed phase three trials involving growing cannabis with Wolastonite. The results came out of BC Bud Depot uh, in Vancouver, a licensed research and development facility, and the results were spectacular, uh, including that they, uh, they entered their Wolastonite in the, in, uh, in the Kootenay Cup, uh, an international growers competition where they won first place overall for best flower. So, between the research and winning awards, you know that's a third-party credibility that we're looking for. Now the company's moving aggressively forward with this plan to test the market with micro-producers and large-scale cannabis companies uh, in, and, and potentially go after this very significant market. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you, George. I'm so thrilled to be here. I heard all about you at the company. <laughs> I like it. Well, that's great. And what we want to hear all about you, that, that's for sure. So, so the question, first question I have for you, uh, what is Wolastonite? Is this the best kept secret in the mineral world? Absolutely. Absolutely the best. Uh, Wolastonite's a, it's a white mineral based with uh, calcium, silicon, and oxygen. But what's most important, it's, it's, so, it's a filler for multi-purposes, for agriculture as well as industrial uses. Uh, basically, what that's what we have there. And up until recently, I guess, you know, the legal cannabis space wasn't really a big market, but that's become uh, a big one. Now the cannabis are gunning for. That's right. Absolutely. The cannabis space is uh, definitely, as you said, very, very lucrative. We realize that. And we realize that we actually have the solution for it. Uh, you've heard a lot of companies. Now, how, okay, how, let's talk about this. How big of a problem is this for cannabis producers? What kind of dollar losses are they incurring because of, you know, pests, mildew, all these kind of things? And how do you compare to the current solutions that they're currently using right now? Well, right now, it's not working, obviously. Uh, basically, you've heard of uh, companies that have to get uh, rid of millions of tons uh, because Health Canada found traces of pesticides, for example, 
and most importantly, fungus and, and things as such, fungi. Uh, and, you know, they didn't, you can't just brush it off, clean it, and sell it. It doesn't work that way. Uh, what we have is a solution where not only it alleviates the mildew powder, but it actually helps with the mites and the, and the pests that are, that are taking over in a lot of these big facilities uh, where they lose a lot of product, which means losing a lot of dollars. Now, Peter, in addition uh, to you know the great product, from what I understand, it's also much better for the environment from a toxic, it's not as toxic as the current solutions that are out there right now for cannabis growers? Exactly, 100% on that. Uh, basically, what we have here is uh, environmentally friendly, but it also it, it alleviates the problems of the mildew, the pests, the mites, uh, and basically it also enhances the plant itself. You get a bigger uh, uh, produce on the other end that produces more. It's already been used for years in greenhouses all over for strawberries, tomatoes. It, it's proven higher yields. It uh, holds the, it retains the water retention. It prevents you from overwatering. All these are just added bonuses for uh, actually the big LPs to come. All right, so let's talk about where you're at on a, from the product point of view, because obviously, you know, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go through some rigorous, you know, due diligence from growers if they're gonna take on the product. You of recently course. you recently passed these phase three results with this independent testing facility yep. uh, in British Columbia. Are these results as good as they sound from the from the from that press release? And do you have to do more testing, or these results tell you we got it? Oh, we go now. It is an ongoing process, uh, correct. Uh, we started this process on January 20th of uh, 2018. Uh, our third phase was announced on fe uh, February 5th. Uh, but from there was a conclusive that definitely it is a mildew killer. Uh, we had one plant that was infected with mildew next to a plant with wolastonite. And no problems on that. Uh, you know, and the mites and the, uh, the uh, that's alleviated. Uh, and you have these other uh, insects that start eating the plants from the roots up, uh, gone. So it solves these problems and you're moving towards testing with small and big producers. Uh, are they gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Are, are they gonna give you a chance or are they, or are they all really tied to the current solutions because they're used to dealing with these, you know, these big companies that have these, you know, I guess synthetic, uh, kind of, as opposed to organic that, that you've got. Do you, do you feel they're going to give you a chance for testing? Well, we are already uh, uh, introducing it to a, a few growers already. Uh, basically, and we're also doing some testing at Quebec also. Uh, I mean, right now, it really comes down to this, George a lot of these licensed premises have these problems. Wouldn't you, if millions of dollars were on the line, would you test something? Uh, to I, I would sometimes, you know, it's corporations make these mistakes. You know, look at Boeing, they wouldn't ground their jets until the rest of the world ground them. So sometimes you wonder where the head is at, but you're telling me that you've got growers of all different sizes that are already taking you on. That's correct. We are already in the process of having them, hey, 
uh, you know, we're talking now about testing over uh, at their facilities. This is exactly what we're doing. And I want to reference on that. I've got a quote that press release from Matt Harvey, Matthew Harvey, who's the chief executive officer of the independent facility testing in, in, uh, in British Columbia. I took some ex excerpts out of this. Tell me how strong this makes your case when you present it to the producers. But uh, uh, the findings from phase three tell us that, uh, that the last night has major financial implications for the cannabis industry. I mean, that's big. Large scale cultivators need every tool at their disposal to improve plant health uh, and avoid crop losses uh, due to preventable outbreak of destructive fungi pathogens that can equate to millions of dollars uh, of lost product. And he goes on to say, natural prevention is the key. Will last tonight is the answer. How big of an endorsement is that? It's not really an endorsement because it's not like you're paying for endorsement. How big of a result is that to come out of phase three and have an independent person like, like Matt Harvey come out and say that? It's, it's absolutely fantastic, George. I, I mean, it's, you know, something like this, we didn't just start it a week later to say, it all, okay, here, here it is. I mean, these were over 190 uh, plants uh, that he's tested over that period from when we started to the last right. of the uh, end of the cycle here, phase three. Uh, the last of this endorsement was very, very pleasing for us. Uh, and uh, I think that at the end of the day, it not only solves all these problems, but it enhances the growth and actual the production of the produce. In other words, you get bigger yields, stronger yields, less problems. That's a great double. That's a great double bang. Not only are you taking care of the crop loss issues, uh, the exactly. potential crop losses, but you're also getting a better yield and a better product at the end of the day. That's right. They're healthier plants, healthier roots, uh, bigger yields. And uh, I would say that really cuts down to how much you're making at the end of the day. Okay, you got the product, it's, in, or it's organic, it's been validated by third party testing. You've actually won uh, competitions, the Kootenay Cup, uh, you're testing. So assuming everything goes, uh, has, uh, has gone well and will continue to go well, how big is this market? You know, how big is this market that, that you're trying to go after? I know it's early because legal cannabis growth is only gonna explode in the next five years, but you know, how big is this market today and, and you know, where do you see it going? You're looking at the market at least, and this is conservatively, uh, over 30 million a year. Uh, now, and this is just in Canada. That's just Canada, that's not North that's America. That's just Canada. Canada right now. Now we're also looking at don't, uh, the United States of legalized hemp also. Now, uh, hemp, if you're gonna produce it for the seeds, the oils and, 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 and that of such, you have to have completely organic because it would be the same thing. You can't use pesticides if you're using it for the seeds, the oils and things of such. So that's a whole other market uh, that will be coming about down the road here. So how do you, how do you go after that? How do you go after that market, Peter? Is it just small enough of a market because there aren't that many producers? It's not like you're trying to sell you know, running shoes to kids where there are millions of potential customers. Do you just pick up the phone? Do you have somebody making calls for it? Do you go to conferences? How do you start, you know, penetrating that market? Well, we're also, we belong to the, uh, a fertilizer organization. Uh, so we belong to that, which they would, they just bring all the end users to us. 
uh, we're also going wow. to be, you know, I also have somebody who's looking into the market in the United States as we speak. Uh, so we're very excited where this market could go because it's actually wide open. Uh, we're doing something that nobody else has done on that end of it. Uh, the research that we had, had had completed, we will carry on, but only to improve whatever uh, is needed. But at this time, it's it's going really good. Now, when you're saying what nobody else has done, are there a couple of other well, last night suppliers out there, but they just haven't gone to your level of to independent testing and things like that? You know, that, that actually, that's a, I, I'm glad you said that because. How abundant is this? You know, is Wollastonite like some other minerals where anybody can find it, and so you can have all this competition, or is it tough? To, is it tough to find? No, actually, that's a good question. Actually, no, there's only about three major companies uh, in North America. It's it's really hard to find for one. There isn't right. like a deposit, like you know, wherever you turn around. Uh, and by the way, our deposit. Uh, had been a past producer also uh, by Orleans about 20 years ago, uh, 25 years ago. There was like 250 million spent on that project. Mind wow. you, they had a processing plant too, but the, all the infrastructure is there. Uh, and I mean, basically we're like 50 kilometers uh, from the rail, 100 kilometers to the international port. So as you can start, why well, I mentioned that too, because yes, uh, Europe would be a nice market for us also. Uh, we have the infrastructure there. Uh, we are based for the agriculture side of it, as well as the industrial side. And the uh, what we're looking at here too is the, the environmental redemption plan too, uh, where where it all works part and part with our uh, velocity. The cannabis industry is a target for us, so mind you. Is it fair to say that, because I'm almost curious as to why it went dormant for 20 years, but is it safe to say, I'm just gonna make an assumption. Yeah. Is it safe to say that over the last 20 years, you had companies like Monsanto dominate the space because it came out these synthetic, you know, lab produced fertilizers and things that have started to fail miserably. People realize that those products, and now the demand is maybe back for something like, well, last night because it's organic, Come straight from the earth. That's a good question. That's a good question. And, and again, I think part of their demise at the time when they had the uh, processing plant, et cetera, they only had a key market of high quality paper and ceramics. That's it. There was no researcher development or, or reaching into different markets, the agriculture side of it also there, that wasn't the case. Uh, plus, they just ran into some financial problems because they wanted to expand into oil and gas. And, and anyways, it didn't turn out well for them, uh, but it turned out great for us. Yeah, their loss. Because we were there. <laughs> we got it. That's right. Last question. So everything's lining up great. You know, you've, you've, you've really started coming out now to let the world know about your product, to let the world know about your company. What does the rest of the year look like in, uh, you know, just... What's your vision into into the end of December for 2019? Great. Uh, no, what we're doing now is we've just obviously finished the drill program uh, that uh, we're, we're going to have some news coming up here. 
Uh, basically, why that ties into everything that we're doing is because from that we have additional information for our quarry permitting. So the focus is the fast track on our quarry production. And once that comes, uh, we have at least, we'll be have the capacity for at least uh, 300,000 tons a year. Uh, just, and then we could bump it up uh, from that. And 300,000 tons a year is more than enough to service, you know, the addressable, I mean, you're not going to get the whole market. Everyone would love that. It's not going to happen. But it's more than enough for you to be able to supply whatever your expectations are of customer acquisition today, tomorrow, next year. Well, well, exactly. I mean, uh, don't forget, we're just not going for one market. Uh, right. We're going for the cannabis market. We're going for uh, a lot of the... Uh, like I said, even what we really want to is the clean water industry. Uh, we'll be really dabbling in that. We're doing some R&D in that. Uh, there's the uh, livestock. Uh, there's there's the, obviously the big in the agriculture side too as well. Uh, so yeah. But, but cannabis is a place where I'm assuming you can really make an impact because oh, failures, because the failures that are taking place right now to these extremely yeah. valuable crops. Absolutely, the cannabis inside of it, 100%. Uh, we are focusing on uh, because from our testing uh, that has been done, uh, we've checked off all the boxes that have to, the LPs have problems with, uh, and it basically comes down to one uh, situation. No, and they they're gonna they're gonna pay for it, right? <laughs> they, they're, they're, they're gonna pay. Nobody likes losing product, but can you imagine you losing millions of dollars because of it? Yeah, and uh, what that does to market cap of those companies and all well, those exa exactly. are compounded. This is a healthy solution to make more money. <laughs> so, well, I, Peter, you know, we're looking forward to having you back oh, quite a number of times this year because it sounds like you're really on something. I'm going to say something that uh, a lot of a lot of viewers know that's important to me. Third-party validation is evident to me when a company is talking about what it's doing because every company thinks it's got the best widget, you know, the best thing in the jig, and we all think our baby is the most beautiful babies in the world. So, so that's your job as CEO. You're supposed to be optimistic about your business. But when I see Phase Three trials, and when I see BC Bud Depot and and what Mr. Harvey has to say over there. Uh, when I see that you win uh, first place at the Kootenay Cup for, for best flower, that tells me you've got a great product. Now it's going to come down to execution, and that's why we're going to have you back to see how that, you know, how that goes throughout the year. But it sounds like you're really on to something, Peter, and hats off Any, to you. Anytime, George, anytime. Uh, better, looking, looking forward to it. So, so are we. This sounds like uh, – this sounds like, and I've always said, I, you know, the cannabis space now is going to start to bring on these, you know, supplementary products these value add products that's this is the phase wow. i'm waiting for now and oh, it seems like one of those companies where you got a potentially fantastic value add product for for the industry absolutely absolutely maybe the next time i come on i'll uh, bring matt with me You'll yeah that'll be great uh, we, it's always great to hear it straight from the you know straight straight from the third party's mouth at the end of the day yeah no absolutely all right you got Anytime. it well then that'll be next up That'll be next up. <laughs> right. Thanks, Peter. Thank you, George. Pleasure. You've been watching Peter Swistak. He's present CEO of Vertical Exploration. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol, V-E-R-T. Now, 
to get your due diligence done, you've watched this interview, get to Agoracom, read the profile, see the company's most recent press releases, rewatch this video again then because you get a good understanding and start asking questions, uh, getting your answers and doing your due diligence because, uh, because it sounds like Vertical is doing something potentially fantastic in this space. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great day. Talk to you next time.